0: Hi, um, Amelia here. Sorry about our abrupt disappearance from the internet and the world in general. I had a baby. It turns out babies are pretty hard. They're very demanding, even though they're very cute. Luckily, he got replaced by a bundle of sticks, and that's been much easier to care for. So thanks, fairies. Good luck getting them to sleep. Seriously, though, thank you, everybody, for your patience with us. Thank you for your continuing patience as we kind of spin back up into our podcasting groove. I know that both of us are very, very excited to get back into it and learn about more monsters and myths and creatures and critters. Um, This episode that you're about to listen to was actually recorded like a year ago. I was very pregnant, very tired, and I got very rambly, so sorry about that, but I think it's still a fun episode. Hopefully you enjoy it, and watch your feed for brand spanking new episodes coming very soon. I'm excited. Yay! Okay, bye! So welcome to Wo Nessie. Wo Nessie. Yay. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about the fact that I don't actually know what you're going to tell me about. That's true. It's a surprise. I know. I have no idea. Yes. So we're doing this thing in case you didn't listen to the last one where one of us is going, one of us is going to teach the other person about the beast of the week. So this time it's my turn. Do we have any listener questions or anything like that? Oh, we do. Oh, that's true. I was going to put in my intro to the thing, but yes, we do have a listener question. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, and also, this is Bonessie, and we talk about creatures and beasts and cryptids and. We say monsters, monsters. But we also don't like to use that term. That's true. It's not very nice. <laughs> Too <laughs> That's mean. what we are, <laughs> that's what we do. Also, we have a very fancy new microphone set up, and hopefully, it works. I know we're like real studio recording artists or something. Yeah, but I might have to just like get in really close to it, and then we can be very intimate and next to each other. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I also got like a spit shield for it, but I haven't set that up. There's a spit shield. Yeah, like that goes over or like windshield. I don't. Know. What are you trying to say? It goes over my real the spitty micro- when I talk. <laughs> well, no. <but. laughs> But I understand the. It's a thing you're supposed to have. I'm not really sure why. You okay. <laughs> I dig it. We need also to get, get a shock mount. A shock mount? Mm hmm. Right. So if we like hit the desk or something, it's about be fine. I was, I was yeah. just wondering about that. Like what happens <laughs> if I bump in? It's going to have some like crazy rever- reverberation through the. Yeah, mic? right now that wouldn't be super great. Nah. We need headphones too. We're going to need to get those big headphones. Probably. I have big headphones. I have get some. Get with the too. program. <laughs> But we need some, like, splitter or something. Anyways, welcome to <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, so we have a listener question from Chickafant, and she asks, If it were possible, which domesticated animal, so an animal most people would consider to be a pet, would you want to have the ability to talk to, and why? Since my family has always been a cat family, we'd like to be able to talk to them. We already talked to them, but it would be nice if they could actually talk back. <laughs> that's cute this is something that i have always wanted to do since the dawn of my life <laughs> i guess since i was born since the dawn of time since forever ever since the wild thornberries was a thing and she could talk to animals it was actually what i wished for for the first i don't know 13 years of my life whenever i blew out candles is that Aww. i could talk to animals but also still humans because if you've ever seen the wild thorn that's a whole issue in the first episode. That she can't she can talk to animals but not humans? She makes a wish and then oh. the wish backfires because then she can't talk to her family anymore, so she has to go find the shaman or whoever it was that granted her that ability and then I guess he fixes it at gotta remember. be careful about magical wishes. They I know. always backfire. Yeah, you do. You have to really be very specific mm-hmm. and clear. All that being said, <laughs> I I really don't know what to do domestic animal i would pick it'd either really? be a dog or a cat but that's, that's almost, true you have both it's like picking a favorite and i can't yeah mine is very easily dogs because yeah. we only have a dog well we have a bunny too but i don't think she would want to talk to me much so <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like you're maybe, maybe go she away. would maybe it'd be good if you talk if you were to, could true. talk we could to figure her figure out what she like wanted out of her life <laughs> yeah oh sweet little Bailey. and we could tell her that we weren't gonna hurt her when we had to trim her nails i know i wish that that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. and working... That was actually, okay, that was something I was going to add to the question, because I thought it was going to be an easy, obviously, dog's answer for both of us, so that, that makes sense, though, that you're conflicted. I'm very conflicted. But I was going to add, if you could tell your animal, like, one sentence, and they would understand it, and you could only do just the one thing, what would you tell your pets? Well, probably something different for each one. (laughs) Well, yeah. I wish I could clip Bowser's toenails without him freaking out. That would really... That would be nice. And a lot of (laughs) other things. I wish I could just tell him everything's gonna be okay. (laughs) I don't know how else to say that, but working in the veterinary field all the time, I wish that we could just tell dogs and cats, like, we're doing this, it's gonna make you feel better, Mm -hmm. you're gonna, it's gonna be better, you're gonna be healthier, you're gonna, I don't know, that, that's the thing. As far as picking, though, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick, I'd probably pick dogs. I don't know. Well, that's just, that makes sense numerically. You have two dogs and one cat. Yeah, and just out in the wild, you see dogs. Although, if I could talk to cats, Anytime I ran into like a stray cat, I could pet it. <laughs> I could tell you. That'd that. be fun. <laughs> I'll just pet you. I'm not gonna hurt you, so they wouldn't run away. And stray cats probably have a lot of cool stories, right? About the dope stuff that they're doing all day. I know. Yeah, their cats are probably more interesting to talk to. I would think than dogs. But that's very likely. That's a really hard question. Yeah, I would like to tell my dog not to stick her tongue in my face. Yeah also tell her not, not actually like that that not, would be good not, and not jump on people not my face too yeah, yeah to not jade's face either <laughs> she's you that blanket thing worked though she loves the fuzzy blankets mm-hmm. if you want her to be somewhere just put a fuzzy blanket down and concede to her demands for a treat and then yeah she'll leave you alone for a while yeah my dog is very well behaved <laughs> <laughs> So, yes. yeah, dogs probably. Okay. But I'm also very conflicted, so try not to ask too many of those questions. <laughs> Don't ask my the hard questions. My soul is split in two right now. I can't, can't pick between dogs and cats. That was a good one, though. Okay, so thank you for that question. And if you have any questions, um, you can send them to wonessipod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us, at WoNessie, and we will answer your questions. Yes, we also have an Instagram. I'm sorry I haven't updated it. It's because (laughs) I'm lazy. It's okay, I haven't (laughs) tweeted either. Yeah. It was the holidays. There's been a lot going on. Also, I'm gonna have a baby in a month. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have that same excuse, but. Yeah, you got stuff going on too. I do have other things (laughs) happening in my life, so. Yay. Okay, so, so Jade does not know what the creature is that we're doing this week, and so I'm gonna have her guess. Based off this musical oh, cu- clue that I have oh, found. God. I hope this doesn't make me sound stupid. I don't think from I'm guessing. Guessing. <laughs> Okay. You think I'll get it from the clue? I think you will, although, okay. Ooh, I should have left it, like, queued up, because now it's gonna start, but I need to... Mm, is there gonna be an ad? Okay. I'm really excited. What is it, Jade? <laughs> Is it, is it, a? Uh, oh no, I'm blanking. <laughs> Cyclops? No. Medusa? No. Okay. I was thinking that this was like a thing with all of us in college. It might not have just it might have just been me. Yeah, I don't know. But there was that video with the unicorn into the erasure song. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, what is this? Okay, we're doing unicorns. (laughs) Yay! Oh my gosh, that's a lot. Yeah. But I'm super excited about it. It's kind of less than I thought because the unicorn myth is surprisingly really, really consistent. Like, there aren't a ton of variations. Like, most of the creatures that we've done so far, there are, like, 12 different versions from all over the world, but everybody thinks about the same things about unicorns. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Yeah. And I'm so excited that we could talk about <laughs> Harry Potter a little bit. We do. Okay, well, I'm sorry I didn't understand you. No, reference. it's okay. I bet totally you other people will. I thought that was a thing. Hopefully other people will. That song is erasure's always. I'm pretty sure I only played, like, 30 seconds of it, so nobody sue us. <laughs> It's not yours. You didn't create it. You're not claiming it as your own piece of artwork or music. I will totally jam out to it, though. So it's a video? A music video? Yeah, it was, like, there was, it was the video, and I think it went viral for a while, and it was this unicorn that was, like, running around to this song. Okay. this crazy 80s song, but then we found the actual, like, music video version of it, and we're kind of obsessed with that for a while because just... Look up on YouTube Erasure Always, and it is a fantastic music video and just the most jamming song <laughs> well, I ever. Really dumb, but <laughs> I love I was it. thinking eyes, and then you said it said open your I was listening yes, to No, it lyrics. was not an actual lyric clue. Okay. well, I was clo- Well, I wasn't close at all, but I was <laughs> on a track. You tried. <laughs> a different track. <laughs> you know, though, what I think about with unicorns is. And maybe you'll already talk about this, because it's kind of a pop culture reference, is the whole, the Charlie video. Oh, yes. Which, I didn't think about that. I didn't include anything about Charlie. We'll have to talk about Charlie. I haven't seen that. In the that pop culture sec- segment. so long. Okay. Alright, <laughs> I'm ready. Lay it on me. Teach me the ways of the unicorn. Okay, and I should say thank you very much to our network sibling, Rowan. Really? For the suggestion, Yeah. Um, Rowan suggested this a while back and asked, I have a question about unicorns. They're traditionally associated with virgins, yes? Do you know why? Are they more relaxed around women slash girls or is that just a Harry Potter thing? So thank you thank you, Rowan, and we will discuss that later. I didn't know that.
1: I guess I don't know that.
0: Uh the they're associated with virgins. Really? Well I understand the purity thing. They totally are. Maybe. I don't know. I'm really excited. I guess I don't know like hardly anything about unicorns, so that's good. Well you're about to. Perfect. (laughs) Yay, okay, so in case anybody does not know what a unicorn is. It is a horse or goat-like animal with a single, large, pointed, spiraling horn protruding from its forehead. And it's magical. And sparkly. And beautiful. Rainbows? Rainbows. Rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was not always magical and sparkly and beautiful and rainbows, um, but it has been what? around for a very, very long time. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So probably oldest depiction of unicorn comes from ancient seals, from the Indus Valley civilization. I'm thinking, like, you know what they used to, like, make the wax seals on letters? Ah, yes. Like, it was something like that, but kind of bigger, um, and it's got a unicorn on it, and that was thought to represent high social rank. Okay. So, yes, and then unicorns, depending on how you translate this one particular Hebrew word, unicorns (laughs) might show up in the Bible nine times. (laughs) Nine times? Yes. Uh, They were wild, untamable animals of great strength and agility with a mighty horn. Interesting. A lot of people now translate that as like aurochs or like a big ox. But I like unicorn better. Right, because those animals have two horns. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we're talking about... Yeah, well, a lot of the theories that say that unicorns are just somebody describing an aurex is that they say that the Ark was depicted just from its side and profile. Like, you know how Uh, Egyptian stuff is? Like, no um, depth to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you only see the one horn because... But that's lame. Yeah, that's super lame. (laughs) Unicorns in the Bible. Super lame unicorns in the Bible. Um, Daniel also had a vision, quote, And as I was considering, behold, a he-goat came from the west over the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground, and the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. See? That sounds like a unicorn. (laughs) I don't really know like that I like a goat-like being being a image of a unicorn, but... A lot of unicorns, especially in medieval times, were goats rather than horses. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to stop saying interesting. I realize that's <laughs> probably the fourth time I've said it now, if that more maybe. So, well, it is interesting, It is though. super interesting. Totally. Although goats are pretty awesome. They're just a lot They're different okay. than horses. They can eat a bunch of stuff. They're really cute. So that's good. <laughs> goats are cute. Are goats mean? I don't think that they are. I feel like they okay. can be be but mostly they're just nosy and goofy i have an impression of goats being mean for some reason i don't know if i was like traumatized at a petting zoo at some point or something i don't know at petting zoos they're just like big rocks they just sit there but i smell kind of bad i have friends who have lived with that listen to this podcast that have goats and so i hear these stories about their goats and how wonderful they are and how nice they sound and how they have to milk them all the time shout out to our goat (laughs) listeners (laughs) (laughs) what up Okay, so, Indus Valley Civilization, biblical, and then also a ton of ancient Greek stuff. Um, And when it shows up in ancient Greek stuff, it appears in, like, natural history stuff rather than mythology because they straight up, like, 100% believe that unicorns were a real actual species. Sweet. Yes. So, the Greek were all on board this unicorn thing. They thought that they were native to India. So, that was why they hadn't seen them a lot in person, was because they were just hearing about them, but they lived in India, and it was totally a real animal. Um, let's see. They described them as, quote, wild asses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, those that's a real animal, though. <laughs> no, I know. It's like donkey, but... It's just fun but saying I'm 12. Ass. Yes. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. So they were wild asses. <laughs> Fleet of foot uh, with horns a cubit and a half long, which is 28 inches, which that's pretty long. That's 28 like, inches? Yeah. That's like two, over two feet. Two feet plus four inches. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> but yeah, that's longer than I was thinking of unicorn horns. That sounds dangerous. It does. Um, and they're, they were not all white in ancient Greek accounts, they were red, white, and black. That sounds cool. Yeah, and which I'm not sure what if they were like striped or like kind of brindle or what the maybe patterning how was on it. horses are today where they're like red with the black and the on their hooves, which I used oh, to know all the yeah. horse colors, but I have completely forgotten all of them. <laughs> bay, I think is what it is when they're like that dark red brown color. That sounds like a horse. I think bay horses are a thing. Yeah. And okay, so Pliny the Elder. Do you know anything about Pliny the Elder? I know a little bit just from the uh, Sawbones podcast. I was gonna say that's how I know about Pliny the Elder. Yes. So I know that he was a buckwild sort of fellow who like really played it fast and loose with medical stuff. Fast and loose. Also fast and loose with natural history. (laughs) Apparently he wrote a book, right? He wrote a lot of books. A lot of books about a lot of different things. Yes including uh something that describes quote a very fierce animal which has the head of a stag the feet of an elephant the tail of a boar and the body of a horse it sounds really disproportional it makes a deep lowing noise and has a single black horn which projects from the middle of its forehead 2 cubits which is 35 inches in length what do you think he was describing there rhinoceros yep <laughs> I, totally a rhinoceros. That's not, that's not how I pronounce rhinoceros, by the way. <laughs> but he said it was a unicorn. <laughs> a rhino. I mean, it it is in a way, a little bit. Yeah, sort of. It's they do fine. have more than one horn, though. Yeah. We'll get to that later, though. Okay. That's that's going to be a thing. Yeah, I have so many questions, but I don't want to ask them now because I feel like you'll cover them No, you them can later. ask questions because then I won't just be, like, talking... Well, I think you're going to get to the anatomy (laughs) part later, and I have probably in some origin stories later. So right now, I'm just listening to history because this is stuff that I didn't know about. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) My favorite unicorn is still the white one with rainbow sparkles. Okay, so we get to the white, classic horse-looking unicorn in medieval Europe. Okay, so that's kind of the next step. Um, So they thought it was a white horse goat sort of creature with a horn, um, extremely wild woodland creature. It symbolized purity, and it could only be captured by a virgin. So that sounds more like the, what we know about unicorns. And so why did it evolve that way, do you think? It was not terribly clear, um, how it sort of came to be, although the whole virgin thing, I know where that comes from. So that was what Rowan was asking about. It was one of those things, you know how in medieval times, there was this thing where they took everything and made it religious. Yes. Yes. So it was another one of those things. So it was probably the sort of thing where it was this legend that had been around since, like, Greek times, and they were like, okay, well, we have to make this religious because we're in the medieval times, and that's just what we do with everything. (laughs) And so it became an allegory that was very popular, where a unicorn was a symbol of the incarnated Christ – And there was a maiden, and she was a symbol of the Virgin Mary. And so the unicorn was just real friendly with the Virgin Mary because that was how Christ was incarnated on earth. And so it came to the maiden and laid its head on her lap and fell asleep. Fall asleep. (laughs) And fell asleep. (laughs) And so for some reason, this was just so evocative to people and they loved this image so much that it became just absolutely emblematic. And that was why unicorns became this whole like purity and I guess liking virgins thing. I don't know. So just just on a whim, they said, "Okay, let's let's think of something that Christ would be kind of seems that way. Yeah, you think. But is it because people didn't see unicorns very often? And who saw this happen? Who was the one who was like? okay, unicorn, Christ, saw this young virgin, probably like Mary, and... They were like, oh, that would make a great sermon. Yes. Yeah, I don't, it don't probably is, know. probably <laughs> I wonder if it's just a... I don't... That's so funny. It's lost to history. Did somebody even actually see it happen, or are they just BSing? Probably just BSing, I would imagine, because <laughs> would... that seems like a very specific situation. It definitely does, and also, uh-huh. again, maybe it was... Like stay a virgin and you'll see a (laughs) unicorn. You can forge this strong relationship. That's a pretty beautiful creature. That's a pretty good incentive. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I would like to meet a unicorn. Yeah, it's too late for that. It's way too late for you, for sure. I mean, I'm not saying it's not too late for me, but uh, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Yes. Um, okay, so that was sort of, like, where that whole purity thing came to be, and over time it became less of a religious thing and more of a romantic thing, so the unicorn started to represent, like, the lover, and then the lover was really into his nice, pure, virgin lady. It's great. Okay. Seems a little <laughs> bit, I don't know, ironic or something, but. Super awesome. <laughs> or maybe that was just maybe something you're going to be more desirable as a virgin. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's pretty prevalent throughout history. Yeah, it was and... very much the culture of like, they're not going to buy the cow if they can get them for free. <laughs> yep. Classic medieval proverb. Yeah. Yes. And so it was sometimes used to symbolize chaste love and faithful marriage. Well, that's kind of nice. hmm I guess so. Unicorn's nice and romantic. So that is where we get the unicorn that we know and love. Let's see. What else did I have? The magic properties. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. Okay. I was going to look at my other accounts of them because they're very entertaining. Oh, yeah. Marco Polo. Okay. So Marco Polo. This is the 13th century. The Marco Polo. The Marco Polo described the unicorn that he saw. I'll be honest with you. I don't know much about who he is and what he did. Yeah, me neither. I forget (laughs) where it was. I know he was a, like, explorer. Mm -hmm. I forget where it was that he explored. I guess we can tell something about where he explored by this account. So he said they were scarcely smaller than elephants, with the hair of a buffalo and feet like an elephant's, a single large black horn in the middle of the forehead, they have a head like a wild boar's, they spend their time wallowing in mud and slime, they are very ugly brutes to look at. They are not at all such as we describe them when we relate that they let themselves be captured by virgins. Okay, that's rhinoceros. It was a rhinoceros. He saw a rhinoceros. So we know that he explored somewhere with rhinos and thought that it was unicorns and was like, well, this isn't a beautiful, white, sparkly creature at all. You probably have the wrong creature. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like you should be able to tell a difference. Like, the the one horn is not the only thing about the unicorn that makes it a unicorn. Exactly. If it's, like, this giant, huge, fat thing that's wallowing in mud, you can probably safely be like, okay, yeah, that's not actually one. If anything, I would think... That people would confuse that animal with some kind of I don't know unless they didn't know what hippos were either, yeah, well, as we know, ancient people were just just winging it, <laughs> yeah, that's true. that kind of just assumed things they were and, going crazy and went full, full board, full full steam ahead. What's that full steam ahead <laughs> with some things, some inkling. <laughs> yeah they take their inklings and run with them the earth was flat and it was like i think this is what it is and then they just it was that way and if you did not think it was that way you were a heretic and must be burned to the stake yeah fake news (laughs) um oh (laughs) and i was gonna in in german einhorn is the word for rhinoceros and it means one horn Mm -hmm. which is unicorn so interesting yeah Okay, sorry for the interesting thing again. Uh, that I mean, is interesting. I need to find though. a different word. <laughs> but, yes. But, I, but you know, rhinoceros? No, rhinoceroses, I can't say the word yeah, when I'm the thinking about What's the plural of rhinoceros? Rhinoceros. Rhinoceri? That sounds stupid. It's probably just rhinoceroses. That sounds stupid, too, though. Yeah. Rhinoceros. Rhinos. Rhinos. <laughs> I keep saying rhinoceros, too, because I said it that one time, and now it's stuck in my Rhinoceros. <laughs> Um, but I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, they have more than one horn. Or do some of them? Because I know there's a black one, rhino, and a white rhino. There is an ancient rhinoceros that is extinct that had one horn. Mm. And I bet you they were bigger. Yes. Okay. I feel like I've learned about that at some point. That is a possible origin that we will talk about later. Oh. So I do have a couple of variations of it. As I said, there are less than I would have thought. There's way less than there were for, like, the phoenix and everything like that. But there is the killin. I'm guessing... Again, I'm always just guessing. Q-I-L-I-N from Chinese mythology. Or Qilin maybe? That sounds... because I think they pronounce... Isn't Chi spelled Q-I? Um, it's sometimes called the Chinese unicorn because a single horn is one of its defining features, but that's, like, the only similarity that it has physically with the unicorn. So then that's another, like, rhino situation where maybe it just also has a single horn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a chimera that has a bunch of things, um, including, like, it's very dragony. I like that. Yes. So it's... The son of a dragon with the ability to tell good from evil. It's a kind creature that eats magic grass, walks on water, and can fly. And they carve it onto gravestones to assist the dead to heaven and ward off evil spirits. So like Mushu from Mulan. Maybe. Kind of. He was a dragon, though, right? But he was the one that was supposed to help people into the next spirit, or the next, oh. sp- help spirits in the next lives, wasn't he? Maybe that's all dragons, because this thing is kind of a dragon. Yeah, dragons are cool. Dragons I are like cool. Dragons. We're going to have to do a dragon episode. Oh, that's, that's a, a very extensive. We're going to have to do a dragon series. Yes. <laughs> so many. Um. Oh, yeah, and they can only be seen by chosen ones that are, like, especially good, which is, that's another theme that kind of carries through a lot of unicorn things, is that only, like, really special, good, amazing people get to see them. Right. Mm -hmm. Except for Harry Potter. Yeah, not the case in Harry Potter. No, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, okay, and then there's a Japanese version that's based off of that Chinese version, and theirs is called the Kirin um, but it more closely resembles the Western unicorn, so. They just happen to get close because it's a real thing that exists. It is exists. a real thing. It is a real thing. Totally. Okay, and then the Turkish unicorn is called the Karkadan. Oh, I like that. Karkadan! <laughs> <laughs> and it was a ferocious beast with a massive body and a single horn. Don't like that. It outran all the beasts of the forest, and its thundering gait shook the earth. Kind of like that. Its bellow ch- chased away all animals except for the ring dove, whose song could lull the beast to sleep. The ring dove? Ring dove. What's I guess a, it's a kind of dove. I don't really dove. know. Okay. Maybe it's a dove that's Got a ring? Got a ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds good to me. But yeah, I liked that one because that one... I feel like could definitely be that's just the giant rhinoceros that used to exist. Possibly, Because that sounds yeah. very rhino-like. Can they gallowing. gallop, though? Rhinos can move pretty quickly, I think. I, that might also be hippos, but there's one of them, one of those, like, really giant ones that can charge at you, like, super, super fast. I think maybe that's a rhino. It might be a rhino. Because hippos, I that's think, scary. Are, they're pretty good underwater. Yes hippos kill more people than what was it than alligators they kill quite a lot of people they kill a lot of people i yeah. think they it was something more than the big cats do too hippos are like super super dangerous because they're mm-hmm. very territorial yes yes and they just pull you under the water and then you drown yeah yeah and they'll chomp your boat right in half like hungry hungry hippos but your boat <laughs> but your boat <laughs> but instead of fun little plastic balls it's your boat <laughs> it's your fun little balls. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds terrible. (laughs) It was intended to. (laughs) Well, I, I don't know. I like the idea that, I mean, could they have, do some of them have wings? Some of them can fly. I don't think any of them have wings. But they can fly. So when they can fly, it's usually like just a magic like levitation situation. Okay. Okay where it's like a reindeer type of running in the air. Or like a little dog when you hold it above water and they look like they're trying to swim. <laughs> <laughs> like those little poofy palms and the little, I don't know. Yes, exactly little, like, little like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the one where the they're like riding on a bicycle and they've got the yes! dog in the little, <laughs> they got the dog in like a baby Bjorn in it. <laughs> <laughs> and the little dog's going. Doggy paddling. Oh man, it's great. Super cute. <laughs> dogs are good. Dogs are so good. <laughs> Okay, so biology and abilities. Um, It's mostly about their horn. The unicorn horn is the main thing that people were all, like, super obsessed with because they thought that because the unicorns were all, like, pure and stuff, they thought that their horns had the magical power to, like, neutralize poisons and cure illness. And let's see. Oh, yeah cure most illnesses but particularly stomach trouble and epilepsy was like the thing. So, so they would cut the horn off and grind it down and Yeah, they would grind up horns and sell them for medical purposes. Um a lot of rulers would have cups made out of unicorn horns that they would drink out of because then if anybody tried to poison them, they'd be okay. Um and it was like a huge thing. But did it work? I'm gonna guess no. (laughs) (laughs) Just waddle. I'm gonna say probably not. Although, it does seem like somebody would have tested this at some point and been like, oh, well, clearly this isn't actually either not a real unicorn horn, or this doesn't actually work. Yeah. Because, like, that's pretty easy to test. <laughs> I feel like a lot of old-timey medicine was like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, uh, what's his face? this Pliny the, the Elder? He came up with a lot of stuff that was like, if you mix this and this and this, then it will, totally it do, will this. do this. And he was going by nothing. He had no uh-huh. proven... They hadn't figured out the scientific method then, I guess, even to the point of, like, if you have a theory, maybe test it, like, once... They just assumed that it was And see if it actually works. Yeah. You think about that, though. All the people mm-hmm. who did try those things and died from all of the things. The people who first... I guess they just figured they were going to die anyways because they lived back in ancient times and everybody just died all the time. Yeah. And... <laughs> Might as well try this weird ground-up horn stuff. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. And the, the horn itself and also the substance it was made of was known as alicorn. 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 How do you spell that? A-L-I-C-O-R-N. Alicorn. <laughs> alicorn. So, okay. alicorn powder, which I think I think that's a thing in Harry Potter. Like, isn't that an ingredient they use in their potions sometimes? I feel like probably not. It sounds familiar. No? Okay. Because it was very... It, you're not supposed to harm oh, yeah. a unicorn. That's true. <laughs> I think the only thing well, that do... Well, maybe they, they do... shed their horns like deer shed antler. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that they use their hair and stuff. Yeah, they use their hair and wands. Yeah. But they can also use their horns in wands. Do they? That's what this one website that I saw said. <laughs> but Harry Potter world? It was on the Harry Potter Wikia. Okay. well I believe it. Yeah. But I'm wondering if it's something like after they've <laughs> probably was how... probably, like a ethically harvested unicorn horn. I would hope so. Yes. How do they how long do they live? Don't they live for hundreds of years? Not specified in Harry Potter universe. I know the Chinese one lives for over 2,000 years. That's a long time. That was the only thing that had a specific lifespan, though. I feel like they live a long time. Yes. They would live a long time. I would think so. Especially because, spoiler alert, in Harry Potter, <laughs> the blood helped you live Yeah. forever. Yeah, if the blood made you immortal, then presumably they're also immortal because they've got a lot of it. <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's like their, all over their body. What their body. <laughs> runs on indeed so pop, yeah maybe unicorn fuel yeah i want to okay we need to make a sports drink and call it unicorn fuel and yeah i don't know it would just be good <laughs> or just call it unicorn that's the whole idea call it unicorn blood unicorn blood yes i like it what flavor would it be rainbow <laughs> what flavor <laughs> perfect rainbow flavor Flavor, rainbow (laughs) flavor. No, it could be like those. You know the like mystery flavors of like Skittles that they do sometimes, where they're just white. Yeah, but but they taste different. They're just like some random like somebody accidentally spilled too much of two different flavors and. Yeah, what they are apparently. I don't remember where I learned this, so it might not be true. But it's um like that when they're like making a whole big batch of like cherry skittles and they get to like the very very end and they don't have enough to make a new batch of the cherry flavor stuff but it's just leftover they like save all of that and then they just combine all of them interesting <laughs> dang it with that yeah. word I need to stop I'm sorry that's really cool <laughs> that makes so yeah sense. it's like the dregs of all the which makes it sound gross but it's just leftovers but if you So it's the leftover of like, so it's like cherry mixed with lemon or something is one of those mystery flavors. And that's why it's always different because it's just whatever they had. That sounds good though. Mm-hmm. I always like the mystery ones. Yeah. Sometimes they're a little bit weird, but I think now mm-hmm. I just feel fooled though. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they tricked us. They did trick us. Yes. So that's what we're going to do with our drink. Mm-hmm. We're going to trick everybody. Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, please do listen to it. <laughs> We're gonna make millions off of unicorn Unicorn blood. Blood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh ooh, it could be it could be like a powdered drink thing that comes in like a packet and you put it in a water bottle and it could be unicorn horn powder. And it could turn colors as it, like, mixed into <gasps> your, like, a gobstopper, but in water, like, powder liquid form. Ooh, that would be cool. Don't they already have stuff like that, though, that changes colors and something? Probably. Where was that? You were talking about the horns being ground up. And Alicorn. Oh, yes. Alicorn. Yeah, so when Wikipedia tells you this information, it says that all of this was probably just narwhal tusks or the horns of other creatures. But you know, who knows? (laughs) Sounds gross. Which is essentially what? Just keratin built up? Yeah. Oh, the narwhal's horn is actually a giant tooth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think most horns are like the same thing that makes up hair keratin. I think it's that, okay, so there's one that is keratin that is hair, and then there's one that's basically like fingernails material. And that's, I think, either horns versus tusks, or maybe tusks is what teeth is. Tusks, there are some and then tusks, antlers like an uh, elephant's tusks. They're made out of something different than teeth. It's like ivory. And there are some animals that, like the hyrax, which is like the, this weird little like mountain gopher thing with long, long legs. They have tusks too, and they are made out of Like they're made out of the same thing that elephant tusks are made out of. Okay. So I get them yeah, because I think all tusks are like made out of the same thing. All horns are made out of the same thing, and all antlers are made out of the same thing. Antlers, and I think, that's, like carrot. what the distinction is. But nails and hair are both, mm. I think, made out. Of of keratin. Oh, okay. And (laughs) then you have, but you, then you have some horns or some types of, I think they, you'd call them horns that are made out of bone, like on cows. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's bone keratin or ivory, I think is. Yeah. yeah, Not really sure, but I know that some, some, um, hooved animals shed their, just the outer sheath of their. Oh yeah. Remember we talked about that with like the prong horns versus like deer versus uh, Okay. I don't remember. It's been too long. But yes, there's Anyways. a difference between like the African and then like the American, and they had the different horn things that yeah. did different true prong <laughs> horn versus deer. I don't know. You're welcome for all that information. <laughs> that valuable information mm-hmm. that we just pulled out of our butts. <laughs> no, I pulled that out of the very, very, very back dark forgotten space of my brain. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go to school Back in there somewhere. And then you, you go through all your old school binders and it's just a bunch of, like, <laughs> random papers, like, stuffed into, like, a book. And you look binder. at it and you're like, oh, I used to, like, know all this stuff really well. Have you ever gone back and read papers that you wrote in school? I was looking at my college stuff recently. Like, I cleaned out all my, that big stack in the corner there do you, do you, do you, do of all those, college textbooks. Why didn't you ever sell those books back? I don't know, man. But now they're worth zero dollars <laughs> and I just have all of them that and sucks. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I kept like two of my books. Yeah I mean I have a lot that I feel like would be fun to keep so I'm cool with that. But Says the, <laughs> the know, aerospace and I'm never Space engineer it anymore. which is all like maths and numbers. I will never use it anymore but it, they kind of make me nostalgic for I like math. <laughs> I did say maths. <laughs> I've been listening. That's British. It's also Australian. I've okay. been listening to case file a lot and he says they say maths. Math. Also I very think very good at maths. Yeah. It's cute. I mean it makes sense because mathematics is plural. So we just shorten that and then take away the plural I guess. Math. Yeah. English is harder. Like American English is harder I feel like than any other language. American English is like we got really off topic just wild. Now. We well, did. <laughs> okay but right we were talking about books and the brain and the memories and. Why were we? Because we were talking about <laughs> how... I don't remember. Informative are. How did our, we get here? We're talking about different kinds of horns on animals. Oh, yeah. And then I was talking and about And then how, the dark recesses of your mind. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, but yeah, and I was looking through my textbooks and was like, oh, yeah, I used to be really good at this stuff and, like, know what all of it meant, and now it's a lot of numbers and letters. Mostly, <laughs> yeah, and, and letters that are supposed to act like numbers. hmm Yeah. Your math is stupid. <laughs> You're the school that you had <laughs> to Anyways, unicorns. <laughs> I took simple math. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next section is on how to catch yourself a unicorn. Ooh, which that should be exciting, right? But does it have? To, does it all start off with being a virgin? You're gonna need a virgin. Okay. You don't have to be yourself a virgin, but you need one. <laughs> does it have to be a female virgin? It seems like yes, but not all of it specifies. Some of it says virgin, some of it says maiden, which I'm not sure. That's just an unmarried lady. So what's supposed to be not necessarily quite as judgy. But you're (laughs) right. But I think you're supposed to be probably at least in medieval times. Um, But yeah, what you're supposed to do? So you chase the unicorn, you flush it out of the woods towards a virgin. Okay. (laughs) And she goes hey, (laughs) and gets the attention of the unicorn, and the unicorn is like, oh my goodness, look at that virgin. I'm so into it. So you, you need like, like a halter or anything like that. Well, walks up, walks up, falls asleep in the lap of the virgin, and then you just have yourself a unicorn. So then you have to like put a collar on it or something, I guess. Put a collar on it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have so... achieved unicorn. Catching. How, how do you claim the unicorn? Does, I mean, can you tame it? Is it tame? It is unclear. Some things is just like as soon as it gets that sweet, sweet virgin pet. <laughs> I don't like it how that just... sounds at all. <laughs> Super <laughs> tame from now on, and is like okay. Now I'm cool. What if you take the virgin away? What happens? most things they were able to keep it although usually this was back when they weren't super into like conservation and stuff so it was usually like yeah it falls asleep in the lap of the virgin and then you murder it hmm. <laughs> and then you have yourself a unicorn Aww. so let them be that's free. the answer to that let them live but okay there is a where is it i moved that farther down okay yeah it's a series of seven tapestries from the late gothic period called the hunt of the unicorn which is a famous depiction of people hunting a unicorn do you have a picture of this i do let's see well i will i will describe it to you and then i will show you my favorite image from the hunt of the unicorn okay okay so it shows fancy noblemen with their huntsmen and their dogs on their horses chasing a unicorn what kind of dogs i'm gonna guess beagles okay yes um, and then they trap it with the help of a maiden, appear to kill it, and bring it back to the castle. But in the last panel, the unicorn is shown alive again, frolicking in a field, tied up to a pomegranate tree in a little fenced area, because pomegranates symbolize fertility. But I'm going to show you a picture of that last panel, because I find it hilarious, because oh gosh, it's I'm like, excited. the description of it is like, the unicorn is shown alive and happy again, frolicking in a field. But it's like, well, how did it come back to life? Unexplained. But oh I my god! <laughs> that looks like too, it's like <laughs> that horn is too long the horn is extremely long and the unicorn is like it's got about a foot of frolicking room on all sides I, I and it's even, little pin i wouldn't even call that frolicking <laughs> room i call that like turn around tightly in a tight squeeze yeah it's like <laughs> how dog crates are supposed to be where they have enough room to like turn around and lie down and that's it that's Except what this pin is i'm pretty sure that That unicorn could totally get out of that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice, though. Look at all those pomegranates. Yeah, that's the other hilarious thing, is that that unicorn could 100% just jump over that fence. So I guess maybe it's cool, because... Does it have a beard? You know, a virgin. Yes, that's the goat thing. A goatee. Yeah, a lot of unicorn depictions from this time were, like, kind of a cross between a horse and a goat, so they have the little goat beard. I kind of like that, though. It's cute. He is kind of cute. Or she. Or it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the hunt of the Unicorn Tapestry 7. And I'm into it, and I kind of want to, like, cross-stitch it Tapestry, or something because it's so seven. goofy looking. It is kind of cool. <laughs> I, you know, it's actually not that. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Where are the rest of them? Um, I don't know. That was the one that popped up, and I didn't find the rest of them. <laughs> we'll have to put that one on Instagram. <laughs> yes, I was going to. And you, if you want to see those in person, they're at the Met in New York, so. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to go to New York then? Yeah, New York trip. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I wrote down Leonardo da Vinci's account of the classic Virgin Gambit. Okay. And I thought it was amusing. Okay. The unicorn, through its intemperance and not knowing how to control itself, for the love it bears to fair maidens, forgets its ferocity and wildness, and laying aside all fear, it will go up to a seated damsel and go to sleep in her lap, and thus the hunters take it. Oh. So it's just like, it just can't control itself. (laughs) Interesting. Around pretty ladies. Okay. And so it just really needs to sleep in their laps. How many times do you think a unicorn's accidentally stabbed a maiden? <laughs> Does that happen? Yes or no? Oh my gosh, you're so right. Because the, that their thing, horns are so long. And that picture <laughs> depicted that horn to be so pointy, so long, so sharp. That looked more like the, what was the measurement? Uh, The 35 inches one, those two cubits? Cubits, Mm -hmm. right? That definitely was at least two cubits (laughs) in that picture. Oh, no. Yeah, maybe you're just sacrificing both the maiden and the unicorn in this scenario. You got to have a lot of, a big supply of virgins (laughs) for unicorn hunting. Oh man. No. Or at least poker on the eye or something. Yeah. An accident. I would think. Oh no. It's or very don't rude. they get caught on stuff? That doesn't seem very I don't know. It seems like kind of a bad design, but also our wall stuff nail exists. But they don't. Oh, they're swimming around in the ocean. Yeah, there's a lot more space in the ocean, and mm-hmm. I feel like their horns aren't that long in compared to the size of their body. They're pretty long. Are they? mm Hmm. Yeah, I looked up some pictures of narwhals in preparation for this because I was like, "Oh yeah, narwhals. Those are." I always forget that narwhals are actually real. Right. <laughs> well, they. I always think that they're mythical creatures, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, that actually exists Were in the world." Were they extinct for, or thought to be extinct for a while? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. It seems like they should be. They're so dumb looking. (laughs) No, they're so cute. A lot of animals, though, when you really think about it, are really dumb looking. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Nature is weird. Nature is (laughs) weird. Okay, so what do you do if you don't have a virgin? Oh, that's a good question. It is a good question, and Shakespeare has the answer. Oh, of course it does. (laughs) Okay, so in Timon of Athens... Have you ever heard of that Shakespeare play? Nope. I definitely had not, but it's apparently one of them. Okay. I'm sure um. <laughs> he wrote several more than we've ever heard of. Prolific guy. Just uh, invented a lot of words. not was about to say. I mean, yeah. where do all those words g- come from, you know? All those plays that we've never heard of. Exactly. Okay, so there's a scene that describes a unicorn being captured by a hunter. Uh, where Okay, so the hunter stands in front of a tree, goads the unicorn to charge it, like, bullfighting style, okay. and then at the very last minute, steps out of the way, and the unicorn's horn gets stuck in the tree. Oh, no! <laughs> That's so mean! And then it is caught. Although, okay, so it says that this, it says that Shakespeare scholars say that this is what the scene describes, or the line describes. I will tell you what the line is that supposedly describes this. Were thou the unicorn, pride and wrath would confound thee and make thine own self the conquest of thy fury. Hmm. So, you know, definitely, like, a tree is in there and, like, charging. Aww. Yeah. That makes it makes me feel kind of bad. Opens our interpretation, but I like it as a creative, virgin-free strategy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's what, that seems the most common sense thing to do. Uh-huh, yeah. Especially considering stuck. I'm already thinking about it's it. has got the big old horn and it is in the way of things. Yeah, It. it I imagine it impales things on a regular basis. Yeah, you had the right or not. idea. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh, and then there was also this Alexandrian merchant that traveled to Ethiopia, and hearsay, based on, like, statues that he saw of unicorns there, and just, like, hearing the Ethiopian legends about unicorns, he says that it's impossible to take a unicorn alive, uh, because all of its strength is in its horn, and so if it finds itself in danger, it will just run off of a cliff and turn itself in the air so that it lands on its horn, and then it'll be fine. what? <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that sounds very unlikely to me, but apparently it's just a magical, shock-absorbing horn. Okay. That it can land on from cliff height. Wouldn't it get stuck in the ground? Seems like it. That's kind of a hilarious picture. So they're and saying it to, that like... if you capture a unicorn, that's what it does, is it yeah, runs it off Yeah, it just runs off a cliff. What if there are no cliffs? I don't know. Are there a lot of cliffs in Ethiopia? I really don't know. It doesn't seem like there would be. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad plan, unicorns. Does it sound like <laughs> bad plan? It sounds like the lemming thing. Even though I know the lemming thing is not a real, yeah, it's not a real thing. But is that not real? That was never real. No. Oh, okay. That's probably so. good. I think it's yeah. What is the other thing? It's not lemmings. Oh, dodo birds. That's the other thing that was, like, apparently so stupid that it became extinct, because it was just too dumb. Pretty sure they're... To run away from humans. Pretty sure there are... Am I thinking of cuckoo birds? There are cuckoo birds. Mm Mm-hmm. Dodos. You know, I don't know. I remember vaguely learning about this, but... I remember vaguely that there were, like, because they were native to some island where a bunch of European settlers showed up and began to just, like, destroy everything as they did. And one of the things they did was, like, oh, these birds are, like, so stupid, they're really easy to catch and eat, so we're just going to eat all of them. Like, pork style? Yeah, and they just literally ate all of the dodo birds. Oh, no, that's kind of sad, too. (laughs) And now they're gone forever. I hate that about history. Yeah. All the cool animals that could have been Historical people weren't into, like, saving things. No, they really weren't. Some people now really aren't, either. yeah. Sorry, Earth I used is porgs good. in that reference. No, it's okay. I think people are going to be upset? Porgs are a timely reference. <laughs> <laughs> the movie addressed eating porgs. It's fine. <laughs> it did. That was probably one of my favorite, like, dumb side scenes in that movie. That was a very good scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chewy. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so that was all of the catching of a unicorn things, except for... So there is this scholar in the 7th century named Isidore of Seville, who added his own little... Flourish to the whole virgin trick that she needs to flash her boobs at the unicorn. <laughs> he was just like, how do I get some? How do I get some out of this for me? You That's a dirty bad. bird. That's awful. Is Isadora a guy? I assume so, just because it's a medieval person that like got named, but you know yeah. who knows, right? Seriously, <laughs> and the fact that they were like, oh, you gotta flourish your boobs, and yeah. she was just like, okay, okay men so that's how you learn learn a unicorn if it's not working like maybe you need to show some boobage <laughs> yeah they like that unicorns they dirty sure oh my <laughs> okay they're, they're you ready for it they're horny ah! <laughs> okay that <one> was bad <laughs> no it's good it's gonna get worked in one way or the other <laughs> that's so bad that's so bad it's very good <laughs> yeah i had a nickel for every time i've heard something like that though <laughs> You could build the throne chair of Denmark. That's not actually a good segue, but it seems like it would be. Okay, so I do throne... what you're <laughs> talking about. Okay, can... the throne chair of Denmark is made out of unicorn horns. Is it? Yes. No way. Um, the article says probably narwhal tusks, but but they're horns. basically yeah. unicorns of the sea. They are unicorns of the sea. Um, they also in Denmark used the horns as ceremonial cups to neutralize poison as I mentioned before, that was a big thing. Maybe there's something to that. Could be. We should try it out on somebody that we don't like very much. Um, okay. And this is my unicorns and culture section, by the way, if you're keeping track of how I'm organizing all of kind this of. I mean, information. I <laughs> Pop culture or just regular culture? Just regular culture, but also pop culture, because oh. we're going to get to okay. Harry Potter later. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then in heraldry, so, like, family crests and stuff. Right. They became a popular symbol in the 15th century, um, especially in Scotland. So they were, I think they were, like, the main symbol of Scotland. So any of the Scottish houses had a unicorn on them, and then some other distinguishing flourishes. Weren't they, um, didn't they become, at some point, or maybe I'm thinking of Wales, where they have, the gri- uh, like, a griffin? Or what's the one? Oh, that- I don't know. Yeah, somebody's got a griffin. That's a very common one. I like you. But yeah, unicorn for Scotland. I'm part Scottish. Are you? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, and then sometimes it was shown with a bro- broken chain, uh, so it has escaped from bondage, and that was on some people's crest. I like that. That's dope. It's pretty, yeah. pretty dope for sure. It jumped over that tiny, tiny fence that they were giving <laughs> <eating>. them. <laughs> um, and then we come to there are unicorns in Harry Potter. Jade. Yes. <laughs> Although, Yay. everything about that is pretty sad. It is pretty sad, and it's also actually extremely different from regular unicorn myths. Like, all of the stuff about the blood making you immortal, and stuff like hair being in wands, all of that, she just kind of made up. Yeah, but I kind of like it better but it than anything else. Yeah, it totally works. But I feel like, I mean, obviously it all draws from something, from some kind of... I was gonna say like factual base but there really is <laughs> some kind of mythological base <laughs> yeah i guess that's why it'd be fun to do a, if you were gonna write anything write something fantasy or sci-fi or something because yeah you, i'm gonna need you to in your face toward I'm, the actual microphone <laughs> okay all right how's this? this is better much better thank I'm just, you I'm, I'm feeling like very far away because this chair is kind of low. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to figure out a different setup in case. We, it does feel very intimate though. We do. I do feel very yes, close here right now. <laughs> so I, I had to move everything out of my normal office um, because that is now the nursery, and so now it's just like all in this junk room that is full of garbage. It's not full <laughs> of <the> garbage. <laughs> Doesn't feel that. It doesn't feel junk. It just feels, co- like, it feels cozy in here. It feels not quite set up yet, but yeah, so we haven't really gotten our setup finalized. Okay. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast where they described a sheet that they had being held up by a plunger in the middle of them, <laughs> so I think we're doing pretty good. We should do that! We should. Apparently it helps with the sound. Perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna hang a curtain over there, and it'll, and then we'll sound great. So, that's get a, ready for that. That's a shout out to And That's Why We Drink. It's a great podcast. It's Excellent. A comedy about murder and ghosts. Two of my favorite things to talk <laughs> Hashtag about. Hashtag recommendations. <laughs> but uh, we should do a ghost episode. We should. You would be into that. I'd be so into that. <laughs> but I think that's also one of those that I'd have to pick and choose something. Yes. Ghosts is an extremely broad topic. Yes, it is. Yes. So is unicorns. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And Harry Potter, it's the classic, like, European white horse beautiful sparkle unicorns right oh but what i was saying is i guess it would be fun to write a fantasy or sci-fi novel because then you'd get to um Basically, make up whatever you want. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the. Didn't he see? It's been a long time since I've read those books that talk about the unicorns. It's early on, right? Isn't it? I think one of the first couple. Well, there's the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone, and that's really the first. I guess that is book one. Yeah. And I don't. Oh yeah, because it's the guy with the face on the back of his face, and I mean Voldemort. He's drinking the. No, Quirrell. Professor well, Cora. yeah, yeah, but Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, but sorry, spoilers. Spoiler alert! Yeah. If you haven't read spoiler alert Harry for the, Potter like, or seen the movies by now, what nineteen ninety nine? You're, not going, you're like. not going to at all. <laughs> so, but you should because yeah. they're good. Totally. But yes, I think but then isn't it later on where he doesn't I mean isn't it they show up again. Yes. But that's just kinda of the main one that, that I think of is the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And the centaur centaurs. Mm-hmm. And this was also on the Wikipedia or the Wiki. Um, and I'm not sure where it comes from. Maybe from like Fantastic Beasts or something. But apparently in the Harry Potter universe, unicorn foals are born and they're pure gold. <gasps> and then when they're two years old they turn silver. <gasps> And then when they're four years old, their horn grows in. (gasps) (laughs) And then when they're seven, they're fully grown and they turn pure white. uh, But their hooves are always gold, like from when they were babies. I love that. What is this from? Uh, it's just from the Harry Potter wikia, so I'm That's not sure Harry where Potter? that came from, from Probably Fantastic Beasts and Where I to Find Them. I would guess so. The book, yeah. not the movie. Yeah. Which I have yet to see. Isn't that bad? I haven't seen it either. But I heard it was good. I don't really care. <laughs> I had the little, those little, because you know they reference the Quidditch book and then the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I had those little, I still have little paperback oh, versions of those before. Those are like in-universe books too, right? The, like they're, they're in-universe books that they made into real books, but they're still only like 30 pages, but it's still pretty I always cool. like it when they do that. They did I know. A couple of those for Star Wars recently like there's one that's supposed to be like Ray's diary from Jakku really yeah it's really cute wow it was like her like how to survive on Jakku when she was a little girl or when she was older like when when we first see her in the uh Force Awakens I don't know I did not actually read it is a good (laughs) disclaimer for this but it was like her like giving tips like okay yeah if you're living in the desert then you should probably bring water with you I don't know what (laughs) (laughs) one would assume that that would yeah that would be a good common sense start yeah (laughs) I mean, that was a problem that, not a problem, but that was something that always bothered me about the early parts of The Force Awakens when we see her little life on Jakku. Which, overall, that's, like, the most perfect introduction of any character ever. But also, yeah. she brought, like, a water bottle that was the size of, it was, like, eight ounces or something. I feel like she needs more water than was that. Was it that hot there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it's a desert, though. And she was working pretty hard. Yeah. But, you know, that maybe just reflects on how poor she was. There we go. And how hard and scarce water was and how much poor of a baby. precious commodity it was. Protect her. I want to watch it. It's good. I need to watch it with my BB-8. Yay! You can come over. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Yay. Um, okay, other Harry Potter things. Okay, so they do the color change thing as they grow up. Um. In Harry Potter, unicorns prefer women, Uh, but younger uni- unicorns are more trusting and they don't mind men so much. So they haven't, they haven't been beaten down by the patriarchy. <laughs> right. You know, I feel like that's true about a lot of animals, that they tend to like women better than men. A lot of mm-hmm. the big cats prefer women over men. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh, maybe it's the timbre of voices or something like low has, pitch voice versus yeah high pitch voice and also how men tend to carry themselves interesting I, I, they're in their size we had a black leopard that he was very fond of like women and like he was always very sweet well we still have him he's still He's <laughs> good but he <laughs> um but then Sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I, like... You're talking, like, over... I'm usually, like, super you. too loud. Because I want to see your face, but otherwise... Yeah, see no, that's it. true. That okay. is the problem of the stand thing. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, well, let me just start over again. Okay. So, Ace. It's a black leopard. I love him. He is very sweet, but to uh, Derek, he who lives there, who is one of the people who helps raise and take care of all the, the big cats, like, almost 24-7. Well, almost. But he hisses at Derek every time he sees him. He does not <laughs> like him. He growls at him. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. And so it's funny. It's that's just interesting. A funny thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew that there are definitely some, like, dogs that, like, don't, like, certain people that, like, remind them of somebody in their past that was mean to them, so they'll, like, get mad if somebody has, a hat, has like, a hat on or something. Yeah. I know that's a thing for some dogs. Yeah, and Navi definitely likes guys better than she likes girls. That's true. Mm -hmm. Our friend's dog, Mm -hmm. Navi. Navi. (laughs) She... The day that I felt like she actually started getting excited about seeing me too, I felt very honored. Ah, see, maybe that would be nice. a good point to be able to talk to. You know, though, if I could talk to dogs, and they are very, you know, I already have enough insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> so if they were to tell me some things that like I didn't need to know that they like thought about me, yeah. What if a dog didn't like you very much? That would be so demoralizing because dogs love everyone. They do. That might Aww. hurt my feelings that would be sad. Mm. This could be dangerous. We might have to reevaluate. Although I feel like you'd get a lot more (laughs) negative commentary from cats than you would from dogs. That's true. Cats would really tell it like it is. Yeah. They would give you their opinion. Um, oh, and we mentioned the blood of the unicorn thing in Harry Potter, but the actual, like, whole thing is, okay, the blood of the unicorn will keep you alive, even if you are an inch from death, but at a terrible price. You have slain something so pure and defenseless to save yourself, you will have but a half-life, a cursed life, from the moment the blood touches your lips. That's a quote. Yes. I think it was Dumbledore. I think it was Dumbledore, too, yeah. that's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's the whole deal with unicorn blood in Harry Potter. And it looks like Mer- Mercury in the movie. Yeah. Which I think is really neat. It is kind of neat. Not that I would actually want to, like, kill a unicorn or anything, but... Or ingest anything that looks like Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I could kill you. But it's pretty cool, I It is pretty cool. I wonder what... It, I do wonder what it tastes like. Yeah, I'm gonna... It's gotta says taste the, metallic, says right? the person who doesn't eat me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I would really <laughs> make an exception for unicorn blood. Right. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Actually, that would feel really horrible. Yeah. Also, then you'd have a cursed life, a half-life from the moment the blood touches your lips. Unless and you bummed. have, like, eight, nine cor- horcruxes. That's true. I feel like you're still kind of like he wasn't doing great. <laughs> <laughs> he had some health issues. Yeah, it wasn't awesome. He didn't have a nose, but he was st- <laughs> okay. Let's see, Here, infinite life uh, or no nose? I guess because it was he was supposed to be like a snake, right? Yeah, that's they just the did no it really nose weird. thing. Mm-hmm. It worked. It was a pretty okay. good makeup design. I wonder how they did that. I Wonder if he could breathe real really well or yeah. not. Anyways, and then Charlie. 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 <laughs> If you don't know what that video is, look it up. Yeah. Charlie the Unicorn. I don't remember, really. I haven't watched it. He's going on a journey with his friends. The candy. Oh, that's right. The Leoplerodon showed them the way. That's right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's a candy mountain. That is a great... Oh, gosh. We had a lot of time on our hands. That take me back, back in the early days. Was that of the in internet? college? Was that what, twenty I feel like that was like late high school, early college yeah, for us. I think so. Was when at least we discovered it. I wonder if anybody else knows what we're talking about or else, or if like just the people that we knew like that, although I didn't know you at the time. I didn't know you at the time either. Okay, yeah. Unless it was but maybe it was just an American thing. So Charlie was a phenomenon, at least in uh, Central Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of Texas. Yeah. But see, that's what I thought. I thought that the uh, Erasure unicorn prancing video was also a phenomenon and apparently maybe it wasn't. I probably it seen wasn't. it. It's so... possible that I've, s- I've probably seen it and I just Who am knows? not super familiar with that song. I just associate it with uh, the boys' apartment in college, so. Did they listen to that a lot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> i'll have to show they were like mildly obsessed with it for a while Uh, jordan almost certainly probably (laughs) does yeah and i know he's a big fan of 80s music so Mm -hmm. it's only the best song in the world (laughs) it's erasure yes what's it called always 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 i want to be with you i'm gonna cut that out but (laughs) (laughs) no don't (laughs) that's what it is it's amazing so people know what song you're talking about (laughs) uh-huh (sighs) Okay, so... Do they have genders? Sightings. Yes. Well... Do they reproduce? I say yes with great confidence because nobody ever says no, but nothing ever mentioned their genders. I mean, there are a lot of non-gendered, like... That's true. Ocean creatures that reproduce uh, asexually. Well, it seems like... Because people were killing unicorns all the dang time to get their horns, so they must be reproducing somehow, otherwise... We would, well, maybe that's what happened. Maybe we ran out of unicorns like the Dodo. Possibly. Oh, that would be terrible. I mean, that's how most animals went extinct is because people being people. And wanting their parts. Yeah. (laughs) For their weird, fake medicine. (laughs) Their weird, fake medicine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, As far as I know, they have genders, but I don't know. Yeah. But regardless of the gender, unicorns are just really, really down with (laughs) female human virgins. All right, then. Yes. Um... Okay, so sightings, evidence, possible explanations. Okay. We've got some very intense science here. Okay, so in (laughs) Germany, in 1663, at a place called Unicorn Cave, they found some prehistoric bones. Yeah, I would really like to know if this was named Unicorn Cave before they found bones in it or. After. I'm going to guess after, but it would be quite a coincidence if it was before. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I think we're going to find some (laughs) unicorn bones here. But, you know, it might have been something like it has a real name and that's just, like, it's colloquial or I don't even know. Maybe. Call it colloquial, but you know what I mean. But, yeah, it also could have been that, like, Unicorn Cave was a thing already. And so this was why the mayor of the nearby town decided to get some of these bones and reconstruct them into a unicorn. And? He was like, "Look at this dope unicorn that is definitely a thing in this cave." It was an amalgamation of bones from a woolly rhinoceros, a mammoth, and a narwhal horn stuck on it. That's kind of cool, though. But yeah, it that was made like its bones really big, though. Imagine. Yeah. Okay, I will show you the picture of the skeleton. Okay. It is quite something. <laughs> Does it look like it fits? No, it does not. Okay. <laughs> it's only got two hand- two legs. It's, like, standing up. Oh, I don't like that <laughs> at all. That makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, it looks so incredibly wrong. Is it still there? It, where's, like, half of its body? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it was probably supposed to be, like, an incomplete skeleton, but it just looks like this weird, like, monster, but also it has a horn. I feel like they could have set it up differently, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, but this was the mayor's pet project, and he was like, this is totally unicorn, I have proven that they exist, come (laughs) to my town, and spend your tourist money. Um, so yeah, that was in 1663. Otto von Gehrig, mayor of the year. Sounds, you said it was, that was German? Uh, yes auto sounds very german von something very mm-hmm. german yes <laughs> let's see oh yeah and those seals that i mentioned from the indus valley civilization mm-hmm. it was like super old so those were an earth from harappa and Mohenjo-dara, which i've actually heard of those places I don't remember where they are and I forgot to look it up before this. Okay. Um <laughs> but they're very ancient and the seals were dated to 2500 BC. Wow. So they're super old and they showed the unicorn-like figures and they had writing on them which defies translation to this day. Oh. So like the Rosetta Stone. Mysterious, magical maybe. Maybe it's some kind of like wizardy. Yeah. <laughs> it's wizard tongue. Okay, I can yeah. I can feel that. And it's generally accepted now that they're the Rx, um, but shown in profile. But I like them being unicorns better. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah, and in case you don't know what Aurex are, they were large wild cattle. Yes. Yes, I didn't really know what that mm-hmm. was beforehand. Not 100%. Big old cows with horns, but they have two horns. That are really straight and pointy? Yeah, they just kind of like stick out straight from their forehead. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then here is our extinct rhino species that's giant. Okay. So you've been waiting for that. I have It been. is uh, Elasmotherium. That was pretty good. It sounds right to me. It sounds very right to me. I good think job. I'm correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a giant rhino. It lived on the steppes of Eurasia um, in, like, the Ice Age, and okay. it had only one horn. So I'll show you a picture of it, and we can, we'll put all of these that I'm talking about on our Instagram, because they're pretty funny. Wow. So, yeah, it's got this giant, just huge horn he's that just sticks <laughs> straight up. <laughs> looks like he's wearing, like, a dunce <laughs> hat or something. It does. It looks like a little party hat on him, well, you know, but just, like, really tall. He has that, fa- that look on his face, but they did that with a lot of reconstructions of prehistoric creatures where it's like, we're not really sure the fine details of this spatial structure, <laughs> so it's going to look pretty... It's just going to look like... It looks like a rhino, I guess. I I mean, it looks like a child tried to draw it with... It looks like a stupid rhino. (laughs) That's so mean. But yes, it does. It looks really really dumb. It looks like a child tried to draw a rhino. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's exactly what it looks like. But it does have one huge horn. Um, And it obviously went extinct um, around the same time of the other, like, woolly mammoths and stuff like that that lived in that time. But it it might have survived long enough to be remembered in European legends as a unicorn um, because they have carbon dated some human skulls that were found in the same area that confirm that we did overlap with the elasmatherium. Mm -hmm. So there we go. A lot of species of animals that have gone extinct that we have like relatives of still existing are were like giant like there was a yeah the irish elk was huge and there are those big um armadillos right where they're like giant armadillos Mm -hmm. giant crocodiles everything was bigger everything was scarier yeah Yeah. i'm glad that things are smaller now (laughs) i am too but also makes me kind of sad because those Irish elk would have been really cool to see. That was one I was always real sad about. Well, normal elk are really big. Yeah, and these were bigger than moose. Oh, Yeah, and they were like... I think that they still existed into, like, I want to say, like, the 20s or something like that. Oh, wow. Like maybe 1800s, but maybe the early tw- oh. early 1900s. And then we killed them. Don't quote me on any of this. <laughs> I barely remember anything from school. Yes. <laughs> That's just, like, a standing disclaimer. Yeah, we Don't should... actually listen to us. Yeah. Let's see. Don't use us to write a school paper. <laughs> Oh, this is a fun story. Okay, so in the 70s, there was this uh, neo-pagan antiquities researcher. Okay, wait, how do you get that job? (laughs) Neo-pagan antiquities. Researcher, yes. Timothy Zell and his wife, Morning Glory. Her name's Morning Glory? Yeah, they were like... Google them if you get a chance because they were pretty buckwild. What is their what is his name? (laughs) Timothy Zell and Morning Glory Zell. What a name! They were, I guess, hippies. Is that her real name? They were unconventional. Um, probably not. I mean, they were into (laughs) neo pagan antiquities. Yeah, they were into all sorts of like magic stuff, and then it was. A lot. It was a lot. Okay. (laughs) But one thing that they did was that they artificially raised some unicorns. What? Yeah. So they got. Like little sea monkeys. You raise little sea monkeys. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got uh, goats, like little baby goats. And then they did something to their little horn buds as they first started to emerge where they like made them grow together. And then they like fused into. I can't imagine it was great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing it wasn't, like, super awesome for the goats, but they did it and called them unicorns and sold them to the circus. And, yeah. So they were just trying to get some- <laughs> make some money after this. Yeah, and I guess maybe to- it was also partially, because it says that he theorized that this process may have been used in the past to create court curiosities, especially since medieval art of unicorns usually resembles goats more than horses. So it could also have been him, like, testing a theory about maybe this is where unicorns came from. If they could do this. Yeah. But maybe they you know, tied them together or something. Gulps. Yeah. I it seems like it was like They guided them just to grow directed it and then kinda of twisted them together and then it became the one twisty horn. No, hope that wouldn't hurt them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Do you think any of it was attributed ever to, uh, that same, like, herpes virus that we discovered? Not that I could tell. Yeah, that was never mentioned. And it did say that this whole process where you, like, make it into the one horn, you can only do that with animals that, like, already have a horn. But I Obviously. mean just unicorns in general, if that could oh. be any kind of Yeah, I don't know. No, that wasn't brought up Herpes as far as I know. Virus, Although like the jackalope. You know, rabbits are related to horses. Interesting. So it could be. I mean technically all mammals are related to each other. Well yeah, but they're like rabbits are more closely related to horses than they are to like cats or like other really? small mammals. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, which is why you know, like rabbit poop is the little small pellet things, yeah. and horse poop is the little well, pellet. Well, you know, horse poop is, but you're talking goats, like goat poop yeah. is like little pellets. That makes sense, and it like can be and yeah, you horse know, poop relatively is relatively little big. for their bodies. <laughs> horse poop is like. Yeah, but and then they like rabbits eat a bunch of hay. Yeah, that's all true. the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and have to. It's the thing where their teeth keep on growing if oh, they don't yeah. get enough. Yeah. Although that doesn't happen to goats and horses, does it not? I thought that was one of the things that it mentioned when it was. But I don't know. This was like when we first Wait, got a no, rabbit. No, it does because that. they have to get their teeth floated. They have to get them. Yeah, ground down. You're right. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there we go. Maybe we might have uncovered it. We might have discovered the <laughs> true. Breaking news. <laughs> we're always finding <laughs> we're always having breakthroughs on this podcast. Yeah. So yeah, it could be. Um, There is, okay, so in 2008 in Italy, there was a deer that was born in captivity that had a single antler in the middle of its forehead. Cute. Yeah, which single antler deer aren't, like, super uncommon, but the fact that it was right in the middle was really, really weird, and so they think it was a genetic mutation. Well, probably, but but it was still cute. Yeah, it was cute. I... I can find a picture of that as well. Uh, (laughs) I mean, nothing was wrong with him otherwise, right? Yeah, it was fine. And then in 2017, they found, or like, there's filmed footage of another one. Really? Yeah, just in the wild in Italy. So Italy is where we need to go next. But yeah, so, and especially since they were both seen in the same region, like, that kind of makes sense for it being genetic, so maybe that is another origin of unicorn myths. Like, maybe something just went weird and had a single horn in the middle of its forehead. Oh, this is a, okay... So I found a website called www.unicornsrule.com. Okay, (laughs) and that was created in 1991. I'm not sure. It's very (laughs) colorful, and I like it. Um, (laughs) And they have a theory that is believed by some unicorn enthusiasts that to avoid the hunters that threatened the unicorn's existence on Earth, it took to the seas... And to survive the watery world, it evolved to become the narwhal, okay. a whale-like creature from the Arctic with one long horn in the middle of its forehead. Okay. So, that so there we go, maybe. We got explanation for it, although that's not really, unicorns that's not really how evolution still works, exist. But Unicorns of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Except they don't look as majestic. Yeah, they just look kind of dumb. <laughs> I think they look better than dumb. <laughs> Yay. But yes, yeah, so that's unicorns. That's what I had. I was going to look. There was a picture of narwhals on here earlier. Narwhals, narwhals living in the ocean. There it is. Yeah, yeah they do look kind of stupid. <laughs> but in, a, like, a cute, endearing like, way. Like, why is the tusk right there? It's right in the middle of their face. Do you know they use it to break through the ice for something involving mating? I don't know why they have to be out of the ice to mate. That seems like a weird thing, but... Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That is really cool. I mean, that's I would think narwhals. that they would be able to use their horns for stuff that's useful. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's got to have a purpose. Unicorns rule. <laughs> <laughs> Another, I guess, pop culture reference, sort of, is Lady Lady Rainicorn from Adventure Time. Oh yeah, she's that's Japanese true. Japanese speaking. Yeah, and she's a like a halfway between a rainbow and a unicorn. I love her. Yes, we watched that episode recently where they have the translator on. Her and it's got like this weird like rough male sounding voice. I don't know. I really, don't think I've seen. It. I haven't really watched funny. very much Adventure Time, um. Uh, but I do know of Lady Rainicorn. <laughs> yeah, Jordan loves that show. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I don't know where the whole like rainbows and unicorns thing came from. I think maybe just Lisa Frank. Yeah, that, I that's awesome. Yeah, like I think it was just purely an aesthetic thing, and so now that's associated. Together, you didn't find there's nothing about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I like rainbows. <laughs> rainbows are good. They are good. Yeah, I like the pot of gold thing. I like mm-hmm. you know refraction of light. We could do leprechauns weather. at some point. Yeah, we, we could should do that at St. Patrick's Day. Oh, we should. Although the last time we we talked about doing like a seasonal <laughs> thing that fell through completely. Yeah, I was totally gonna do if we recorded one over Christmas that would be actually close to Christmas. I was gonna do the bumble. Yeah. From because I know how much you love the bumble. Yes, I do love the bubble. <laughs> Jade got me a stuffed... Well, she got the baby a stuffed bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of for you, too. And it's very delightful. It is for me, too. <laughs> yes. Let's be real. All the baby stuff I think is kind of for me, you too. Need to get the, you need to get the book that goes with it. I don't know what it is, oh, but it really it's cute. Oh, Yeah. Fun. I just thought that that was... I tried to look up... I was going to get you... Or baby think a little, uh, like a Loch Ness monster type stuffed oh, animal. Oh, nice! But they're all terrifying. Oh, or that's a shame. There were some that were kind of cute, but not as cute as the little the little bumble. So. The little bumble is extremely yeah. cute. Yeah, or there's <laughs> some kind of yeti book that goes with him. So nice. Which, if we did the bumble, that would be essentially doing the yeti. Yeah, we're gonna have to do one at some point of like yeti, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, all of those. But mm-hmm. those are like really intimidating because. There's so many of them. Yeah. Well, Yeti is also a term for Bigfoot and, like, an abominable snowman. Yeah, I think that there's some crossovers. Abominable. Is that what it is? Snowman? Abominable snowman? I believe so. Okay. The abominable snowman of the North. It's supposed to yeah <laughs> yeah we'll have to do that for sure yeah that- and somebody asked us a question about which is the coolest version of it like yeti versus sasquatch versus like there's a new zealand and australia version of those two i didn't know that yeah me neither and so i figured that's a good we can't answer that question until we've done an episode on them so that we know all the details i'll say this i love the word sasquatch Sasquatch is a very good word. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Squatch. Don't we have questions at the end? Um, Yes. Would you want to be friends with a unicorn, Jade? Heck yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. As long as it didn't impale me. Yeah, that's true. Is it like a dirty bird unicorn that like really wants to see your boobs all the time, or is the, it no? Just a nice magical unicorn that Harry Potter world spits unicorn. Rainburns? Yes. BFFs. Totally. For life. Because they're so like wise and majestic. I bet they're real soft. Probably. And they have pretty manes. And pretty yeah, like their mane. I feel like their manes should be like iridescent. Yeah. In certain lights with some rainbow colors. Ooh, I'd like that. Yes. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, we would definitely want to be friends with unicorns. Do we believe that unicorns are a real thing? Yes. We don't have a lot of evidence to indicate that unicorns are a real thing, but also, unicorns live very deep in the forests. They are very skittish creatures. Mm -hmm. Do I go in the forest ever? No. Yeah, and, like, maybe the thing with the only chosen people can see them is true, Mm -hmm. and so then, like, even less people would be able to see them. Right. And, yeah, I don't spend a lot of time frolicking in forests. Yeah, especially in European countries. Yeah. Never been to Europe before. You never know, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I think that I would like to believe that they are real Totally Unicorns are one of those, like, aspirational creatures Where, like, you would like to believe that they exist in the world Because that would make the world a better place I agree Mm-hmm Except for those jerks that want to drink their blood or use their horns for things. That's true. JK maybe shouldn't have put that out into the universe because now if there are actually unicorns, people are going to want to try and drink their blood. Except for the fact that that wasn't going to be a thing before then. But Dumbledore made it very clear how dangerous it was. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She took a firm no drinking unicorn (laughs) blood stance. I think so. That's good. That was good. I really liked that. I didn't know that much about unicorns. I'm like, I didn't realize that there was so much of that, uh, just variations in the way that they looked. Yeah, me neither. Now we know. Now we know. Mm -hmm. Now y'all know. That is unicorns. So yes, this has been Monessie. Um We are part of the Not Saffir Work Network with a lot of other good shows. Uh, we got another new show. We got the Imperial Senate Podcast. So a lot of so, Star Wars nerds, which I love. Yes, so that's great. Um, go listen to. I guess that's still timely. They did a reaction podcast to the Last Jedi. I need to watch that or yeah. listen to it. And that was. Fun. I have a lot of feelings about that movie, and we're not going to get into that here. But I definitely have a lot of feelings about. Yeah, it. Yeah, me too. We're gonna have to do like. We can do the Last Jedi creatures sometime. Yeah, and then we, we could. can talk about them. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, we are at Wonessi on Twitter and Instagram. We'll, we're going to put some of those uh narwhal and unicorn pictures on instagram soon yeah and make sure you pick the right filter yes i can help (laughs) you post some too okay i was supposed that was supposed to be my jurisdiction and i have dropped the ball i think all the pictures that i was talking about are just on the wikipedia article for unicorn so (laughs) there's that too so yeah um let's see send your listener questions to woe at gmail.com or anything else you want to talk to us about or if you have suggestions for other creatures that we can do like rowan suggested the unicorn thanks and we did it gracias um and yeah or on twitter that works too subscribe to us on itunes or wherever else you get your fine podcast products and if you can rate us review us that is always very helpful and yeah I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, but tweet us, too, because that's always fun. Tweet yes. us. Twitter is. Oh we what? like to talk to you. I feel like I've learned how to use Twitter now pretty proficiently. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Good mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. That's good. Check us out. Yay. Um, so, yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't get caught <corded> by unicorn. <laughs> yes, please. ancient greeks were like all over horses (laughs) all over unicorns they liked horses too i think they had horses yeah (laughs) i'm sorry i just burped in your face i didn't hear it or see it that's good now everybody knows (laughs) yay (laughs)